Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode 84. I am your host, Anthony Dietrich, recording live on February 5th, 2021. I am normally joined by my fellow co uh, host, partner in crime, and former mayor of Danger Bay, Kevin Costello. But Kevin decided it was a great weekend to go to Las Vegas, the one time that his Buccaneers might actually make him happy. Thank you, Kevin, for uh, ditching us. It's honestly a February tradition for you at this point. Love you, though, buddy. I'm also not joined by our other co-hosts, Methy and Alex, but I am joined by two very, very special guests. And guys, it's finally happening. I have with me on the podcast today, our good friend has already been on here once, a now two-time Spec Miata runoff champion, Mr. P Financial himself, Preston Partis, is back in the building. What's up, Preston? Oh, not much. Just enjoying my Friday night with you guys. Dude, thank you so much for coming on on a Friday night. There's no other place I'd rather be than on Discord recording with my good friends here. Oh, same oh. here. And I am also joined by driver of, well, I don't actually have his number. <laughs> Brian didn't tell him it to me, but he is driver of the I 2013. Tell it to you. Is it the 21? Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm so, I'm so <laughs> bad with that. I wrote it down. I thought it oh, man. Well, hello, 21. everybody. The 21-2013 Scion FRS T4 class. He told me not to introduce him as this, but it's Flying Brian Horowitz, the Twitter sensation. What's up, Brian? Oh, my God. It's me. I, I told you I was going to introduce you as that. <laughs> oh, man. I can't believe that made it in. I mean, I'm happy that you're here, bud. We, I, me I'm too, super man. excited. We, this has been a long time in the making. I met Brian at Daytona back in August, I think, for the uh, road course race at Daytona. And yeah, yeah. We, we have been we, talking we, about this for a while. Yeah, we met back at that Roval race, and oh boy, what a fun time. That was great, man. Brian, we know exactly where we were when those eight minutes of Kazgrall leading the race happened. That was electric. So... The best eight minutes of my weekend. <laughs> what a fun time. Well, that and when Chase Elliott had the, was flying out in the lead and the caution came out with one lap to go. That was hilarious. We got rowdy for that one. 
Oh yeah, it was a oh, rowdy man. day. That was a good one. So, anyways, yeah, we've got the um, SCCA boys in here. It would have been Miata Gang with Brad Perez, but unfortunately, Brad has decided to be the hardest working man in his own industry at this point. Works like seven jobs or something, so he couldn't make it tonight. As much as we want him on, he told me one a.m. and I mean. I don't even think I'd be awake at that point. My body is in grandpa mode at this point with how much work I've been doing. So unfortunately, no Brad, but I'm sure we'll get him like six times this year. F's and Jack for the Brad machine. Anyways, guys, wonderful having both of you here. This is the first time I've had two guests at the same time. I'm going to try my best to make sure I balance this perfectly. But how's everyone doing? Oh, man, I'm doing great. It's a nice, chill Friday night with the Mm -hmm. boys and Discord. What could be bad about it? And I'm going to crack open a cold one with them. Ooh, I might join you in that one. Yeah, I might not be in doing that, but after this, I'm gonna go to Tijuana Flats and get a nice chicken quesadilla. So um, it never, it, it never is not good. Taco Tuesday with you, Preston. I love that. Oh, just, no. just keep it going. I love that. It's Fajita Friday. I fajita love T Flats. I will say, if we had to rank our like favorite like taco or burrito places, T Flats is probably number four. I did get clowned by them in college, which was a little embarrassing, but at the same time, I kind of deserved it. So I kind of. Called the burritos there garbage tier. You want to hear something crazy about Tijuana Flats? What's up? I've never been. Oh, that's kind of a Florida staple. So all three of us are actually from the state of Florida. So this is the most Florida action I think we've had since the last time Preston was on here. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. either that or Brad. I don't know. We usually have three Florida guys on here, but not two Florida guests. So it's a little different now. It's it's Florida mayhem. (laughs) The Florida (laughs) men have entered the chat. Mm -hmm. So. We got a couple things I want to talk about. So first of all, both you guys, how excited are you that the season's starting back up? Not just NASCAR, F1 and all that, but just in general, like racing is every weekend now. Um, I mean, I'm super hyped about it because last year, oh boy, <laughs> going six months without getting in a car, it just killed me. And now that I oh, can man. get in a car like almost every other week, it's fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking forward to it too. I mean, it's going to be a little bit nicer, I think, this year, like Brian kind of alluded to there with the hiatus we had and then all of a sudden it was kind of like all crammed into one mm-hmm. um so you had all the midweek stuff all the race weekend stuff it, i mean it was good but luckily now it's kind of toned back in a way and you kind of have your weekends for the racing that's good that's good so you guys have um a couple of scca races scheduled going on so for some of the fans at home that might not know what we're talking about when we talk about scca uh can you guys explain it to some of them for like you know just newbies i guess yeah um, yeah i mean breath. yeah i'll take it i mean SCCA is kind of um it's a grassroots kind of series um if you're in tune with like nascar and indycar or anything like that it would be um kind of just like the short track um element of road racing um mm-hmm. it's a hobby kind of series where you don't really have the sponsorships um obviously the top tier have but it's also kind of like a breeding ground just to learn and develop as a driver um you get to go to all the iconic racetracks in north america mm-hmm. uh, daytona sebring road atlanta vir uh, all the tracks throughout the country not even just the southeast um and you can race in many different classes um from spec miata which are basically street cars with roll cages <laughs> to gt cars which are old ta cars um from trans am um or you can even do the open wheel stuff um, but it, it's really based off of a hobby. Um, it's a lot of family-based elements to it. Um, like me, usually when we go to the track, it's me and my dad. Uh, same mm-hmm. with Brian. 
with his car yeah. before. Um, so it's really kind of that short track mentality brought over to like road racing, I think. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a pretty good description of it. That's a really, really good description. Thank you, Preston. You should be the, the spokesperson. At least one of you guys should be at this point, like giving like Probably Mr. Specmiata champion himself would be the best <laughs> spokesperson. Two time. You got you gotta put some respect on his two Oh yeah, two time. Champion. Two time. <laughs> yeah, if I gotta oh, use man. that when I can. But um, <laughs> no, it's just it's cool because especially when we go over the NASCAR side and stuff, um, not a lot of people really know what SCCA racing is. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of know about Spec Miata just because some of the drivers that came from there, like uh, Josh Balicki, um, Ryan Ellis, a few other guys that have went to NASCAR. But um, when you really say SCCA, you kind of get lost um, just because it's so broad. Um, with When you go to the runoffs, there's like 27 different classes, mm-hmm. um, yeah, every type crazy. of race car. But it's so cool, though, because like I said, you can see if you're a race fan, you can see old vintage cars. You can see production cars. Oh, yeah. um, it's just it's so wide open. Um, it's cool. I mean, it's kind of yeah. like an HSRA kind of deal. It's, yeah, it's, my it's, favorite it's... thing is like on those runoffs weekends when the American sedans go out and you'll see like a brand new like 2020 Camaro or Mustang followed oh. closely by like a 67 Mustang. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> Yeah. I can't believe that those keep up with each other. That's really cool to see. Oh, it's the best. Or even go watching the touring classes. I mean, you have a Miata out there running with a Corvette or something. Oh, or yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or a five car racing a uh, Porsche or something. I, mean, you, I forgot about You never that. know what you're going to see. Oh, man, I love that. So we know, Preston, that you run Spec Miata. We've, we've already labeled you the two-time champion. Brian, tell us a little bit about what you do in uh, the SEC racing, because you race a uh, Scion FRS and a T4 class. So what is a T4 class exactly? Okay, like, so consist of? T4 is just like an abbreviation for Touring 4, and there's four levels mm-hmm. of Touring class inside of SCCA. And basically, they're all like production-based, like BOP-style racing, kind of like how IMSA has like all their BOPs with all the mm-hmm. different cars in the classes. Same thing, but it's uh, T4 is four-cylinder cars, like... Um, Kind of like entry-level cars, like a Honda yeah. Civic, Miata, my car, stuff like that. And then T3 is when you get into stuff like the Global MX-5 Cup cars, E46 M3s, or not M3s, E46, like 328s, stuff like that. A little bit more motor. And then you get to like T2, and then you get your Camaros, your Mustangs, your M3s, M4s, um, Porsche 911s are in T2. Ooh. And then T1 is everything... And T4, 3, and 2 turned up to 11. And you're allowed to do, like, tons of modifications and all kinds of stuff. And it's basically like baby IMSA. Oh, man. That sounds like a lot of fun. Have you thought oh, about dabbling in, in that top series at all? Or is it just um, crazy, so, crazy to get in? Yeah, no. We're, we're, we're thinking about building something here in the coming months. We're just not sure of what. We have a few things floating around. We're thinking about building some type of T3 car or just going full ballistic and building a T1 car. Oh hell yeah! Because we're 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 just bored, <laughs> and we want to build something fast and stupid. So please let me know if you build something fast and stupid near Sebring or or Daytona or Homestead. I'll drive over there and. and oh, I'll that. let you know, bro. Because we're gonna. We had a dumb thought, like literally yesterday, of just taking my current T4 car and just putting a stage two motor in it, slapping a turbo on it, getting up to like 600 horsepower, and just saying like, "Yeah, that's you all right." Oh my gosh! Please, please, <laughs> I, I, I need to, I need to see some of these in action. I went to um, an SCCA race last year at Homestead. Got to see Preston 
pull off the dub there. And I, I have to say, those races are a lot of fun. Did not expect how many cars do show up. I mean, when I saw the open wheel cars like Preston mentioned, I didn't even know that was a thing for SCCA. So that was really, really cool to check out. So, yeah, let me know when you guys are yeah, in Yeah, and it's cool, or... too, there's so many – the car count's so huge, too. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. not kidding. <laughs> yeah, like Big Miata. I mean, you can get. I think we had eighty cars at the runoffs this past oh, year. Oh yeah, that was insane. yeah, That's you did. You had eighty something cars. Yeah, How many yeah. did you have at Indy? Wasn't it like a hundred and something? It was. Uh, it had to have been 92. like almost a hundred. Ninety-two. Yeah, Spec mm. Racer had a hundred plus. Um, <laughs> gotcha. But it's just you have those ridiculous car counts, which is awesome though, because it only increases obviously the competition mm-hmm. um, oh, in yeah. each class. Um, so it's just cool, especially right now. Uh, for 2020 to have that many cars at the runoffs, I know it was 500 plus total entries too. Yeah. So I mean, especially it's, considering it's cool the season it. that we had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just really awesome. Um, especially so. too, because it's like hobby based. Like I said, I mean, you're, mm-hmm. you're spending your family's money. Um, you know, just to go out there and do it. Um, yeah. just for it to be that big is pretty impressive. Well, so again, um, with everyone staying inside for six months, I guess they had a little bit of extra cash from flying around. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Possibly. I want to know, so I just found out, I guess, last year that um, you guys don't do the runoffs at the same track every year. This seems to be a rotating thing. Um, where is it? Do you guys know where it's going to be this year? Yeah, yeah, this year it's going back to Indy. Mm. Okay, yeah. nice. I do, I do love the Indy GP circuit. I know, Preston, you love it for other reasons, but you know, you've had some <laughs> success there, I think. I'm not sure. No, no, no. I, I vaguely just, remember I like, like it. a top 10 or something yeah, in the yeah, series I'm race, maybe, sure. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holding <laughs> off the big dog. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's where we got the first national championship too. So it, it's gonna be cool to go back there. Yeah, but... man. I'm I'm really looking forward. To that. That's a that's a great place to race because y'all just do the crazy tandem drafting and all that. I just don't know how you guys are able to manage staying in line, like uh, you know, just nose to ass the entire time and not wrecking. Each other. Beautiful control, Brian. When you're racing out there, mm-hmm. do you guys like how's the racing for you? Because I I don't think you guys don't tandem uh... like that, right? We do. It's oh. just a different kind. Okay. So basically what happens is we only tandem if we need to. So okay. because so so many of the cars have different strengths and weaknesses because we're running with a ton of different cars out there that we'll have some guys that are really good on the brakes but really bad on the straights and then some that are really good on the straights but really bad at like mid-corner speed. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, we'll no like... Yeah, so we'll like figure out like different strengths and weaknesses and if someone just ends up pulling away... And there's a guy battling for second and third, and the guy in third has way more straight line speed than the guy in first. He'll just mm-hmm. push the second place guy up to first, so it becomes a three-way battle. So it's a little bit more crazy. The, the, these races it. sound pretty wacky. I mean, where does it get the wackiest, in your opinion? Oh, my God. The wackiest is when the T2 cars come around to lap us, because we race multi-class. Oh. oh, I see. Okay. So we do T2, 3, and 4 usually run together. Oh, my goodness. And when those... Those guys come around, it's scary. Preston, I know you mentioned earlier that like there were some uh, multi-class racing with Miatas in it too. I, I I can only imagine that's even more scary at that point, seeing these guys zooming by while you're in your. Yeah, I mean it's it's not too bad, luckily, um, with how they have the classes structured. Mm-hmm. Um, like Brian said earlier, with like T three, T four, SCA does a pretty good job and mm-hmm. keeping the speeds close on which cars can go on the track because you don't want to be out there with a Daytona <laughs> prototype or something. Been um, there, done that. 
there's some classes out or some series out there that do that. It's a little sketchy, I would say. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I got my uh, doors blown off in Miami out of by a DP at Homestead oh, once. That was gosh. that was sketchy. Yeah, that's there's not a lot of room there either. You go into that mm-hmm. little fountain section. Ew, I think his luck. closing rate on me was like 80 or 90 mile an hour. It was rough. What? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Were you guys running the uh, tur- NASCAR three and four? Or like, yeah. Um, okay, that makes more sense then. Yeah, just say, giving him time to stretch his legs and get around a slow folk, I guess. <laughs> makes it a little easier, I guess, because like three and four are pretty wide, so you can figure out where you're going. But good luck, I guess. That's terrifying. <laughs> I, 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 I crap my pants at that point. Honestly, <laughs> I would never be able to handle that. Be a, a pucker moment every lap. I couldn't. Um. All right, so let's uh. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on this season. So what is the schedule like for you guys? I know you mentioned like every other weekend or so. What's going on re- um, coming up soon that maybe like fans in the area might be able to go check out? Um, I know for all the Texas boys, I think the Hoosier Super Tour is out at Coda this weekend. Ooh, oh, nice. And that's a bunch of the front running cars in the country go to the Super Tour races. Um, next weekend, there's an event at Sebring for Ooh. the Florida guys. Oh, man. Right during um, the Daytona 500 weekend, of course. Perfect. Yeah, that's perfect why I can never go to the Daytona 500. There's always an SCCA race on the 500 weekend. Oh, always. Man. It never fails. If I, if, if I can figure out my schedule, I'd love to come uh, root for you guys at Sebring, but I, I have no idea yet still, so I'll keep you on the loop in that one. But I, I personally have not been to Sebring ever. I've heard it's a wonderful place to obviously mm-hmm. go party. I can only imagine how much fun it is to race there. Oh, it's a ton of fun to race at that track. Mm-hmm. Have Super- you raced at Coda, Brian? Um, I have not raced at Coda. I've done like demo laps at Coda, okay. but I've never gone like flat out at Coda. Preston, what about you? Yeah, we went there um, a few years ago, actually. Oh, nice. uh, NASA, which is kind of a sister series to um, SCCA, more or less, had a um, their national championship service, like an eighty thousand dollar to win. Oh like, wow! Race. Oh, I remember so, that. Um, yeah, so we went up there and tried that deal, and. Um, it was all right. Um, we had mechanical in the race, but I'm sorry. It's, just, it's a fun facility, especially in Miatas too. Mm-hmm. Um, with a no track limit, um, you're just kind of pinned yeah. the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, guys are nuts. Yeah, so yeah, I can just, imagine in those S's, you guys are just hauling, bro, and no track limit. Yeah, and just that's nice over the curb. Miatas too. <laughs> um, obviously, you don't have the straightaway speed, um, mm-hmm. but the corner speeds are right up there. Did they make you do the full circuit, or did they cut it off? Oh uh, no, full circuit. Things. Oh man, that full circuit. Like... Um, they told us track limits you couldn't go four over the line. Yeah, I mean that's kind of realistic, I guess. But it's hypothetically track limits, but not really. Yeah, so <laughs> it's a cool place. So it'll be interesting, obviously, when NASCAR goes there this year to see. Oh, I can't wait for that. Race. What they do about it, but I think. Yeah, so we'll see how that one goes. That that first corner hairpin is going to be nuts. I I cannot wait for those restarts. They, Someone's going to get sent to the moon, I guarantee it. Oh my goodness, they're going to Mars, my friend. <laughs> it's gone. It's one of those tracks, though. Um, even the games, if you try it out, I mean, it's just so technical. Um, it really is. you got to really use all the racetrack, especially when they have the track limit deal. Um, oh, like yeah. turn one, it's a super hard hairpin, basically, so you got to stay all the way out. But obviously, when you're racing a group, you can't you can't really leave the bottom completely open. Cause it, oh, yeah. You really... You know, It'll be dive bomb okay. city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. restarts are gonna be really nice there, probably. 
And I'm very excited to see how that works, and I can't wait to see someone's brakes lock up in turn one. <laughs> Shouts out uh, the uh, Mike, what was it, Mike Harmon cars from uh, the Roval? Yeah, oh, we all missed a corner. <laughs> yeah, that was a <laughs> oh man, can't wait, cannot wait for that in about two weeks. Also, I can't believe that we're literally starting at Daytona and then going straight to the Daytona road course, but we'll yeah. get into that a little bit later when we talk about our little season predictions. So we had a couple races before the 24 hours. Um, and Preston, you were actually part of two of them, right? Yeah, we were down there with the uh, Global MX-5 cars. It was my debut in the series. And uh... Yeah, so, I mean, for a casual fan, what's the difference between those and the spec Miatas? Because uh, me, I obviously get the difference, right? Speed and just the condition of the cars themselves. But, like, explain it to some of the fans. Yeah, so the Global cars, um, more or less, that was what spec Miata used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, 20 years ago, uh, when those were the same cars that were just on the street, um, converted to race cars. Obviously, um, Mazda has a good passion for motorsports, so they oh, wanted yeah. to showcase their uh, their cars on on the racetrack. So it's basically a showroom class for Mazda. I mean, it's the current MX-5 car that's mm-hmm. from the street. They get it straight off of uh, the ships when they come over here from Japan, and uh, lift performance over there in Daytona goes through the whole car. Uh, puts cage in it, um, mm-hmm. and it's basically the street car with minor upgrades. Um, lately, they've added some big upgrades to them, such as a sequential box um, and a computer to make it the ND2 car. Oh wow! Um, so, I mean, they're they're uh, really fast cars for what they are. Yeah, they're real quick. They were zooming. They were. You guys were really going through that infield section, like just hauling. I, I could have sworn sometimes going into that second uh, horseshoe um, hairpin, I guess, or whatever you want to call it, that you guys were just going to like eat eat the wall on the outside like that. You guys were just crazy. So bless you for like being able to hold on for that one. Yeah, it was, it was one of those deals. I mean, I've only driven one of those cars a few times before that, mm-hmm. and um, I really didn't have any expectations for that weekend just because. Um, I didn't really have that much success, I thought, in those cars when I drove them. And they're just, they're so different than the Miatas, too, though, because, I mean, 20 years, obviously, I mean, yeah. a lot has changed in car technology. So those things have ABS. They oh, have yeah. power steering, which the Miatas didn't have back in the day. And not just power steering, but electric power steering. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So not not as much of a workout. No, no, it's not a workout. There's no weight on the steering wheel. Oh my goodness, that's beautiful. It's like driving eye racing. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's cool though because, like I said, that's what we have on the streets nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. So it kind of is the showroom class, um, and you don't really have that anymore, other than like Porsche Cup and stuff like that. But yeah. that's few and far between. Um, so it was cool though. I mean, I didn't expect <laughs> to lead that much of the race, and um, I'm sure everyone's seen the finish by now, but. Um, with how those cars are with no roof and stuff, it just, it creates a massive draft, which is great. Oh yeah. Um, (laughs) I think uh, it it made for a good show. At least it was a fantastic show. You had me screaming again, as per usual, when you're in the lead on the last lap. Oh man. We weren't in a good spot. (laughs) It's it's tough. You're basically a sitting duck on the last lap with those main cars lined up. And honestly, the second that they pulled out, like it was just like, like I, you and I think second place, just fell backwards, and, and the guy on the outside just got the run on the, on the uh, final corner. That's tough, man, but honestly, you put on a great show there. I was really, really excited 
you know, it's getting me more and more excited to watch more of these races. So I definitely am looking forward to more. Like, what other uh, races does the, does the MX5 uh, series do? Or M, M5, MX5? Yeah, sorry. it's yeah, it's MX5. Um, they go, actually, now they just partnered up with IMSA. They were an IndyCar sanctioned series. Mm-hmm. So they were at all the IndyCar races um, nice. that they wanted to go to. So this year they're with IMSA. Cool. Um, so they're going to be going to um, St. Pete. Uh, well, oh, nice. the IndyCar again, but um, mm-hmm. they're going to Petit Le Mans. They're going up to oh, Mossport yes. um, for that oh, deal. Uh, Mid Ohio. Uh, I think there's one or two more that possibly are going to be in there, um, just nice. because obviously with COVID, um, you know, things mm-hmm. can't change. Obviously, um, yeah. So I obviously. think you might see some changes coming up though. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check them out at uh, St. Pete. I'm going to go to that one with Kevin. So hopefully, I'll see you there. When is that St. Pete race? Good question. I think that's in May, but of course I'd have Kevin screaming at me that's probably wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think it's April now. Yeah, they, they've been moving it. the schedule around a lot. I'm going to try and get to that. So, I'd love to go watch you guys series, though. I caught um, one of the IMSA series last year for the IndyCar race at St. Pete. It was definitely a good time, but uh, yeah. there's a lot of racing going on. There's a fun Preston, track. are we allowed to talk about the bump draft rule? Yeah. I don't see why we couldn't. Um, yeah, I just kind of know why. Um, with those cars, they weren't really. Um, they're not like spec Miatas, where they rounded they off like on the hook bumper. Up good. No, you got to be really, you got to be really careful. Um, uh, okay. You have a really bad bumper hook with those things. Oh really? If, if you step out at all, um, I know the first time I tried pushing, it was fine, but when I was getting pushed, it was it was super sketchy. It's a little um, bit just on trying the to lift your control. end up all the old time. Yeah, it was trying to basically. If I was trying to move over just a little bit just to catch air, it would just mm-hmm. want to rotate the car in front of you really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you were trying to pull off a pass or something in a group, it uh, <laughs> it might have not have ended well. So luckily they kind gotcha. of implemented a NASCAR style pushing mm-hmm. uh, policy where you couldn't hook up, but you're allowed to hit bumpers, and um, I think that worked out pretty good. Um, I don't think it really changed the racing that much. Like I said earlier, with the no roofs on those cars, it, it puts a big hole up there anyway. Um, so you weren't going to ever break away with two cars. Gotcha. Nice, nice. Yeah, good question, Brian. Jeez, I should have you hosting this podcast. <laughs> hey, I'm co-host now. Easy clap. Nice, nice. Kevin's fired. You're you're in. Congratulations. Oh, my, my dreams have come true. <laughs> podcast. Presenter. Always wanted Pro- to be a podcast co-host. Flying Brian, the podcast legend. I love it. <laughs> so um, that race for St. Pete is uh, the weekend of April 25th, just in case any of you guys are thinking of coming oh, over to my side of Florida. So It's my birthday weekend. I gotta go. Oh, happy happy early birthday. Hopefully hey, we get this. Hopefully for your birthday, I hope you're hoping for a uh, Scott McLaughlin one. So. Hell yeah. That would be great. Dude, the legend himself. Um, Speaking of Scott McLaughlin, I made a point this year that I was going to... um watch a new racing series because there's a couple series i don't follow and i decided this year i'm going to actually watch the v8 supercars even though scott's not in it um and i'm I'm really excited for that have you guys decided um you know any new series that you might want to check out or anything like that that uh you know might be um, interesting i'm gonna check out as weird as it sounds i'm gonna check out extreme e which is the electric off-road baja style yes series. yes i just learned that was a thing this Oh my god, it looks so cool. Like the I just want to watch insane. those things because like the technology that goes into like keeping the batteries cool mm-hmm. is insane. 
they're in like a hyperbaric chamber inside of the cars. It's nuts. It's nuts, man. I I've, can't believe I didn't even know about this until this year. It must be kind of recent that they've done it within the last five years, I guess. But either yeah, way, it looks it, so it was, cool. It was pretty recent. And, and then the other one is uh, ETCR. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the ETCR is sick also. That's mm-hmm. cool. Preston, I feel like you watch just about every form of racing, but if there isn't one that you um, are focused on right now, what do you want to try and get into? Um, as a spectator, I'd like to um, watch that Tony Stewart series. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, you got a lot of guys, obviously, past mm-hmm. legends, but then you got like Ernie Francis coming back to try that. Um, it's kind of cool seeing a Trans Am guy compete against those guys on some ovals. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've been watching that, but like you said, um, pretty diverse on uh, series and stuff. So I don't know. I'm just kind of excited for the coming season. Exactly. Yeah. No. I mean, for me, honestly, I don't really watch a lot of races. A decent amount of the 24 hours this year so that was kind of a nice um new thing well not a new thing because i've definitely watched a lot of the races but i'm gonna try and follow it a little bit more well i know you guys uh were talking earlier you said that you caught a lot of 24 this year what'd you guys think uh, unfortunately brian missed the best part race. i did miss the best part i missed the start i looked over at the clock like an hour after the start and i'm like shit the race is on Oops. <laughs> <laughs> but um <laughs> Uh, I missed the uh, the great M8 destroying the Porsche 911 on the start, but it was a great race overall. It was pretty heated throughout, especially with the DPI class. Like that was mm-hmm. a oh, great yeah. race for like the 17 hours that I watched. A great <laughs> race all the way through. Preston, how many hours did you get in? Ooh, I didn't get that many. Um, <laughs> I, but you I, did I get to go. Yeah, I went to the taste of the 24 and um, had a lot to eat, so I kind <laughs> of couldn't watch too much of the race when I got back home. Oh, but, no. um, I don't know. I just I feel like what Emsa has done with that race um, the past few years since they've taken over mm-hmm. is really good. I mean, it, every year it's always been a good show. It, this year was just I mean, it was not another. I mean, it was just it was great. I mean, you had five or six cars on the lead lap at the end. That's um, very uncommon. And I couldn't believe how DPI racing was the entire night or the yeah. entire 24 hours. Really. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can't wait have, for those new regs. Yeah, and if you didn't have Dixon blow that tire out, I mean, you never know mm-hmm. how that finish would have been. I mean, it was already great how it was, mm-hmm. but I mean, it Devastating. could have been even better. Like, in Bro. years past, if that happens, they still probably could get a podium, but they ended up fifth, and that's just devastating, yeah. considering how good they were. I mean, that was a team of, uh, I'm going to massacre his name, Regner, Renger Vanderzand and Kevin Magnuson. Like, that, that's really, those are some really good drivers on top of the greatest IndyCar driver of our generation. So oh, I mean, yeah. for them not to get on the podium because of that situation, we saw a couple other guys blow tires during the race. I mean, they were really pushing it on the edge. It was a lot of fun, though. Shouts out to uh, Wayne Taylor, the probably one of the better sound bites of the year, dropping it <laughs> on national television um, on NBCSN. That was that was a good time. He was definitely celebrating hard. So shouts no. out to Ricky Taylor, Felipe Albuquerque, um, Alexander Rossi, and my boy Elio Castroneves. Legendary Elio Castroneves getting the dub. Shouts out to Jimmy Johnson's um, 48 DPI. That was really, really cool to see them push back up there and get into second place. Great drivers on that team, too. Simon Pagano, Kobayashi, and Rockefeller. That was a lot of fun to watch. I was really happy that we got to catch them. Oh, yeah. Those front five cars, like, those teams were stacked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of good names. I mean, I... I you know, love seeing AJ Allmendinger uh, doing really well. 
racing road course. He's going to be we I'm next week on the podcast. I have a lot to talk to Kevin about with AJ and all the moves that going on and our little predictions. But I mean, the only disappointment I think was the fact that, um, you know, Chase Elliott's team, who I think that we had had enough talking about throughout the broadcast, didn't get to really show what they were worth. Unfortunately, and car got a little destroyed, but still a fun race overall. Still Definitely a fun watch. Yeah, yeah. you have that many guys. I mean, if you just think about the lineups, like you guys were saying, mm-hmm. I mean, those are like drivers of our generation, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and when you can get them all to compete like that and almost equal cars too, mm-hmm. and um, have a shot at a Rolex. I mean, it just shows you how much it means probably to win a Rolex these days when you have that caliber of drivers in the field. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's always been a dream of mine to get one of those Rolexes. One of yeah, these days. So- if you guys ever had the chance, though, to ever run, like, the 24 or any of these IMSA races, really, like, what class would you guys do, honestly? Because for me, I mean, you know, big dumb guy brain says I want to be in fastest car. But I feel like I would have a better chance if I was maybe in, like, the LMP2s, which are just basically the slower version of the DPIs. Yeah, if I had to pick, it'd be, it'd be a toss-up between GTD or LMP2. Mm-hmm. Because GTDs LMP2 are really cool. Oh yeah, GTD cars are f- amazing. They're phenomenal. But those LMP2 cars just look like a blast to drive. Like absolutely it's, flying out there. It's so funny cuz the LMP2 cars are basically now the defunct version of the DPIs essentially and it's crazy mm-hmm. to me cuz when I was watching these in the 2000s, those like LMP2 cars were like the top of the class and it only makes me wonder like what is the next step after the DPIs? But those GTDs are sick, and I got to say, that Porsche 911 is a beautiful car. I got to see it at uh, Talladega in 2019, running around the track, and those things are crazy, man. Mm-hmm, crazy loud, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What about you, Preston? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's just, <laughs> all those cars are cool, though, because it's not like a normal endurance thing 10 oh, or 20 yeah. years ago, where you, you just ride around and you kind of just make it to the finish. Those things are yeah. bulletproof almost now to where you're just driving 10 tenths the whole time um so yeah, you know. actually got to push a little bit <laughs> yeah oh, even yeah. like those prototypes i mean the downforce they have on me you're forced to push them um, oh yeah so i don't know I, it'd be a toss-up between like gtd or lm or prototype but i mean there's no easy class really i mean if you look even look at the gt lineups i mean those guys are oh yeah i'm looking at some of these drivers and... against the uh, prototypes i mean yeah some good know. drivers in these fields too. Like these are, I mean, I she's Colin Braun down here in an LMP3. That's a legendary name I remember. Yeah, Lally, like you know, those are some big time guys. So yeah, I mean, geez, hopefully, I think when's their next race? Are they doing? They're doing Sebring uh, in March. Yeah. Oh, that's that is definitely one I will be going to. That if I can't, yeah, go I'm going to try and make Sebring that one for the Daytona weekend. I'm definitely going to try and do the 12 hours here. It'll be my first time. It'll be the best time. Hopefully, I'll oh, see yeah. you boys there. Yeah, I'm going to try and make it to the 12-hour as well. So let's definitely I party. I didn't know they were running at Detroit this year. That's kind of cool. Oh, so, they're running at Bell Isle? Yeah, apparently on Sick. a June 4th weekend. So that's going to be interesting. Nice. It's going to be a good race, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So uh, switching gears, I just wanted to talk to you guys. Um, some plans for this year, I guess. Uh, if you guys can you know, reveal anything, I guess, right now. What do you guys... Uh, what are you guys looking forward to, I guess, the most? Um, I mean, for me, it's basically just um, I'm taking this as like a bi-year kind of deal. 
Oh, he's, he's taking his uh his his post senior college tour. I see. Yes, exactly. <laughs> My post senior college tour. <laughs> but uh, we're just kind of like making a decision because we want to make the jump from the SECA into some form of pro racing mm-hmm. by the end of the year. Whether we do that with something like a ARCA ride, I don't know. Ooh. Or if maybe we go to SRO and go run something over there. Or maybe go to Trans Am. I don't know. But the options are open. We just got to make a decision. Preston, help help Brian get yeah, in the Xfinity with you. Yeah, help me get the Xfinity, <laughs> Preston. Let's be teammates. I need, I'm need. i sorry, but I might need some of that funding, though. <laughs> <laughs> just let the guys listen. Preston, your nickname is P Financial, and it would be a disrespect not to talk about stocks right now. Like, why don't we just make our own hedge fund and then just create our own Xfinity team? I don't understand. We'll just oh, find it. We'll find just a meme. hold what the GME stock? stock. We could. No, 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 no. We don't even need to hold any line. We need to buy our own meme stock. Like, what is a ridiculous stock that we could buy? I mean, especially if it was like an old NASCAR sponsor or something like that. Like, I don't know. I, can, I trust me. I would try love and bring to back Skull game. as a sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. How's No Fear doing? Oh my lord! <laughs> I don't know. Well, how are all those old like energy sponsors? Like, we could find something, invest in this, ha- run it through Preston because he is the financial computer we need, and mm-hmm. just go from there. Let's just get, get Rich it. Energy on board, please, please. We could. <laughs> it's definitely not a Ponzi scheme, guys. Definitely not. Oh man, I definitely meme stocks when that was a thing, but I'm glad that I still have all my money and I'm not having to yell at the computer constantly. So that's always nice. Yeah, I liked watching that show from about six feet away. Oh yeah, maybe further for me. I was about six miles away. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, I'm definitely uh looking forward to seeing what you guys are gonna be able to do this year. Um lots of cool things in in the works apparently. Mm-hmm. And I know, Preston, for you, you, before the season even started, you were doing a couple of fun little Monday night races and even got yourself a dub in Michigan with a certain podcast on the side. Yeah. No, it's been cool. Um, we had a cool offseason. Uh, we're doing the Monday Night League with a bunch of those guys that are um, somewhat well-known in motorsports, like Kyle Busch. Yeah, you might Lager have heard And all those guys, like Will Power and stuff. So it's pretty cool to actually race with them. Yeah, um, even if it's virtual, uh, it's cool to be out there. Uh, but yeah, we had the the podcast on the car, and we won Michigan. And I think still I can't believe put, that. Yeah, I might need to put that logo back on the hood for the playoffs, dude. If it, it's a good luck trend, dude. If it's good luck, like I, you know, maybe we could uh, work something out, get that on the car. Yeah, we're trying to work out trying to put the podcast on Norm Benning's car. If he still wants fifty dollars for a name, I mean, I mean yeah, my name's Left Turn Loud Noise throw it on there <laughs> hey we might need, we could probably put that thing on the xfinity car this year if we uh if we get our plans together and see dude uh, hopefully man I, i'd love to see you guys back out there last year was yeah. a lot of fun hopefully Dang, i'll throw see... you on the car for Chris high five. Oh please like just get the podcast on the car as many times as you want you guys can come on whenever you want where you see me recording hop in and hijack the podcast please <laughs> don't don't allow me to do that because i will do that <laughs> Well, now you have to. Now you have to hijack oh, the podcast. Now, now I'm going to have to have an inside agent. I'm going to have Brad just telling me every time. <laughs> well, Brad will be on like five times at this point, so don't worry. I'll, I'll definitely <laughs> let you know when we get him back. When, when he's <laughs> done sure. working 20 hours out of the day. 
Oh yeah, he's working oh, himself man. into a hole, dude. Oh, God bless him though. He's 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 definitely doing what he needs to do. Oh, Either sure. way, um, that's pretty much what I've got. Uh, anything you guys want to talk about, real quick? Ask uh, ask away. Uh, oh, I'm gonna open another one. What kind of uh, quesadilla should I get from Tijuana? So, personally <laughs> speaking, I have fallen in love with a quesadilla from a certain place called Wawa. And it is a, it is the chicken bacon ranch quesadilla. I don't know why I love it so I much. Tried it. Is it good? Oh, it's very good. I can't believe it. They had it on sale for like four bucks. And I'm not sponsored by Wawa. Please, Wawa, sponsor me. Um, yeah, Wawa. I, can I get some of that sponsorship too? I go to your give gas us some of that sponsor. I literally like for my old job, we got Wawa gas cards. I don't know why they don't sponsor me, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, their quesadilla was very good. I don't know if they have anything like that. Uh, a T flats pressing, but if they do, I highly recommend putting bacon and chicken together. Some ranch, always a classic move. You can never go wrong with bacon and chicken. I, I mean, yeah. honestly, bacon on anything tastes good. Like, I feel sorry for the people who just can't eat bacon. Currently, I've been talking to a girl, not to brag or anything, but I've been talking to someone who is pescatarian and can't eat bacon, and I feel very, very bad for. Her. But at the same time, I also love sushi. So, I mean, I I'm not supposed it. to eat bacon, but I do anyway. <laughs> It, it, you, listen, you can't deny it's delicious. You can't deny it, its flavor. It's pretty good. Bacon's pretty good. Listen, Brian, you ever get the chance to come over to my side? I make this mac and cheese, with, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I started with the, the – the secret to my mac and cheese is you want to do a bechamel if you want to do it right. But the way that it makes it more delicious, you do a brew with the bacon that you cook mm-hmm. first. Whether or not you're going to use that bacon in the mac and cheese is a whole different story. But I promise you, and anyone listening at home, cook bacon, chop it up. Leave the grease in the pan. Throw the flour in the milk. Mm. I'm going to have to swing through for some mac and cheese because I'm a bit of a mac and cheese connoisseur. (laughs) Well, I'm telling you right now, like, that's the move. Preston, you can come through also. I'm I'm super down. I'm super down for some homemade mac and cheese with bacon grease. That sounds so good. (laughs) Some some bacon grease mac and cheese. I mean, dude, the seed, though, that that puts it over the edges, I throw um, buffalo fried chicken in. Ooh. Yeah, I, it's it's my buffalo bacon, uh, my buffalo chicken bacon mac and cheese, dumbest thing on earth. Um, and I I promise you, you guys ever hang out with me in person? We are I'm making that. You're eating it, and you're you'll love it, man. I promise. Bro, you're making me hungry, man. I haven't had lunch. <laughs> Preston's so probably, I don't think Preston's here anymore. I think he's already gone to go <laughs> taste it. He's already got his Tijuana plan. Place is going right now. Oh man. <laughs> Well, guys, I just want to say thank you so much for super, super excited this season coming up. Um, just a lot of fun things going on. And I definitely, uh, Brian, I'm not joking. Please come back. Hijack the podcast. Preston, you know you're open. Before One we day, go. We're going to just have all the road course guys show up and just bum rush a NASCAR yeah. podcast. <laughs> Please. I, I, I think I just, before we go, I want, we always round out the field here on the podcast. So let me ask some stupid questions, I guess. So first of all, Preston, I need to know because we didn't get to talk to you about the your championship when you won it in America. What in the world was going through your head through those last five laps? Um, well, the last four, or basically last four before the last lap, um, I don't know. I, we were struggling um, for track position and stuff. Uh, yeah. Every time I got near the front, I either got punted off or had some car contact. Um, so it was really just just trying to get back to the lead group. And actually, we caught up to the lead group, and I, full course yellow came out 
And mm -hmm. uh, we, we thought the race was going to be over because of that. Um, I'm surprised I, it didn't, and I'm very happy it didn't. Yeah, I'm very happy too. But <laughs> I would it, think so, yeah. I mean, our car kind of, um, I don't know. I didn't want the yellow because I didn't feel like I could have uh, went against everyone. Just when you bunch everyone up like that, it's so hard to make passes. Because um, when they don't work, you get trained. Uh, so luckily, I don't know. Uh, we were running eighth, coming to the white flag, and some guys got together in front of us, and oh yeah, uh, <laughs> it kind of made a little bit of hole and just allowed me to pick one car off at a time um, at the right spots, um, just to set up basically a pass down the front stretch. Um, yeah, I wouldn't have scripted it like that. I, I wish <laughs> if I had to do over, I didn't do that just because it, it was just way too stressful. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's a lot easier. Uh, at what point did you finally like stop being tense and like, holy crap, I won my second championship? Um, I don't know. I've never really been emotional in the car, more or less. I don't think, but um, definitely uh, a professional in the car. I like that. Yeah, no, it's just I never really cried before. I don't think from uh, happiness or anything like that. And definitely that that was showcased after the the checkered flag flew. Um, it was one of those deals. Too, it was the day before the Roval Xfinity race, mm -hmm. um, so my dad wasn't there. Um, he was crewing the Xfinity car, so he was setting all that up for me. Um, so that was tough, uh, just because he lets me drive these cars. I kind of wanted mm -hmm. him to be there, obviously, to see of that course. one. Um, but, I mean, it, it was special to me, um, especially with how SCCA is. You have those one races um, that allows you to get the championships, um, so it was cool to Go back to back, not back to back, but get number two just to mm -hmm. kind of make myself feel good that the first one kind of wasn't a fluke or anything like that. <laughs> well, Preston, listen, if you if you do go back to back, you know that I'm going to help you make T-shirts that are going to absolutely <laughs> slap, right? <laughs> I would. That would be awesome if we could uh, do it. Oh, I know man. we're going to try again this year at Indy. Um, it's nice, nice with the runoffs because if you win a championship the year before, you don't have to requalify. Um, they mm -hmm. give you a waiver to do it. Um, it looks like my schedule is clear to do indie, so. Oh hell yeah! Uh, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It's just it's one of those deals. I mean, it takes a lot to be up front and have a chance at a championship. Um, mm -hmm. Not every year you, you can um, be that way. I mean, I've had years where I struggled there, where I thought I've had a good season leading up to it, and it's just it's one race weekend, and there's so many factors that can uh, make it go wrong. Mm -hmm. so. For sure. Yeah, well, dude. No matter what, good luck. Obviously, I'll be. Uh, going back to back, I know everyone here at the podcast would love to see that. Uh, Brian, for you, uh, mm -hmm. what what are your what are you looking forward to this year? Obviously, um, well, you know because you're you have the runoff. Do you guys have runoffs as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we're yeah, we're a runoffs class, so, so I'm I'm trying to get qualified for it. That's my yeah, thing because I did not win last year, and I did not win in 2019 when I got launched almost into the fence at VIR. Oh, <laughs> so that one was, of the 30 corners. Yeah, one of those 77 corners or what. But uh, we're, we're trying to get qualified. We ran the first race of the, the season down in Homestead in early January. And mm -hmm. we realized that our motor was hurt. Oof. So we did end up going to the second race of the season, which was a week after at Sebring. And um, currently got the motor out of the car right now, trying to get a fresh one put in for the race next week. And... Uh, Eh, just go get qualified, see if we can go up and actually do well at a runoff instead of getting wrecked. <laughs> well, dude, good luck. And listen, Preston, you're a two-time champion. Will You have everything focused. Brian, where can people help you out if they wanted to maybe support you? 
Uh, if you wanted to send me some uh, support and some love, uh, Twitter at Brian Horowitz 21 and uh, Facebook, Brian Horowitz Racing, anywhere. I'm, I'm around. I just uh, I could always appreciate the love and support, man. Guys, his Venmo is also open. Please Venmo him. Oh, yeah, just send me money. <laughs> give me money. Give me money. <laughs> Listen, we got pee money and give me money. I love it. I'm, I'm the yin to his yang. I love this so much. Well, listen, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Again, please, both of you, always welcome back on the podcast. So until next time, uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at LTLN Podcast. Where can you follow? You, we already know where to follow Brian, but Brian, tell him again. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Brian Horowitz 21. And then on Facebook, it's Brian Horowitz. And Preston, where can they follow you? Oh, we got all the social media stuff uh, at Preston Partis on most everything and then on uh, Facebook uh, Partis Racing Perfect Cannot wait for 2021 with you guys I will be rooting for you the entire year and um, yeah just make sure guys real quick check out Stadium Scene TV that's where our podcast is going to be partnered with again in 2021 so check that out especially if you are a podcast or video or blogger um, video. What, how would you be a video? Video content maker. English is hard. Um, either way, though, make sure to check out our our friends at Stadium Scene TV. They were awesome last year. They got us a huge boost in viewership. So, if, and now we're gonna be on the Pocono at the Pocono Raceway hosting a podcast live. Dreams oh, are possible if you, if you partner. Yeah, I know it's gonna be crazy. So either way, um, until next time, I have been Anthony. I have been Preston, and I have been Brian. Oh, were we supposed to do that? It's okay. (laughs) Love you guys. See you next week. Bye. See you guys. Thank you. Later, guys.